heyo. Welcome back to Thoughts and Opinions Are Our Own. I'm Jordan. And I'm Kirk. Kirk? Yes. I've been thinking a lot about music lately. Music, yes. Especially Van Halen. I've seen videos of him just tapping away on the guitar, <laughs> specifically in Jump. And then there's a rumor he's in Beat It with Michael Jackson. So Eddie Van Halen, yep. Yep. Eddie Eddie Van Halen, who I consider, in my opinion, the most talented, skilled, um, gifted uh, guitarist in the history of rock and roll. And I know it's it's saying a lot, but I and I know people go, oh no, Jimi Hendrix, Jimmy Page. The the greatest of all. In my mind, he's better than Jimi Hendrix, Jimmy Page, BB King, Chuck Berry, Eric Clapton. So (laughs) Okay. And I love I love Eddie. I lo- he was, um, but you were right. He he was in the band Van Halen. He and his brother Alex, who was a drummer, uh, started the band uh, a long time ago in the seventies. Uh, and then you know in the eighties, yeah, mm-hmm. they had that number one hit. Jump was I think their only number one hit actually on the U.S. We tried to get it. Yes, well you know for legal reasons. Yes, we for can't legal reasons we couldn't play it in the background. But you're right. Just go to YouTube. It's great. Yeah, YouTube. And then uh, and then you're right. He played the solo. He was a solo guitarist. In uh, Michael Jackson's song "Beat It." Now he's not in the video. But he's not in the video, yeah. but you can okay. hear his solo. You know, you know, it's, so you, you know, it's Eddie. Cool. And, yeah, and it was a you know, obviously in my, again my mind. And he just taps it. He doesn't strum it. In my mind, again, the way he plays guitar, his obviously you know, the speed, but also you know the melody, the the notes that he, the creativity that he had, and how he did, yeah he did the two hand tapping and um, really changed changed guitar. And then of course you know the big names, you know, like oh gosh, how is he doing it? Well, yeah. I gotta follow him too. I gotta copycat him. So. So he trailblazed. He was way ahead yeah. of his time, and but it's an interesting story because i I was able to I was able to see them uh, Van Halen live in summer of 1995. Great year, of course. Great year <laughs> when you were born, of course. And uh, but a friend of mine, a friend of mine from uh, my buddy Chad from uh, Indianapolis, Indiana, he called me up in the summer of 95. He's like, "Hey, Van Halen's coming to the you know the local amphitheater. It was an outdoor gig in the in the summertime there in Indianapolis." He's like, "Do you want to come down? I'll get us tickets because Chad was a fan of Van Halen too." So I went down there. It was a great concert. The only time I was able to see, see them live. Awesome. And but it was interesting because as we were in line uh, to get in with the tickets or anything, they had you know security and everything, but they also had like they had these cardboard boxes on the side for the fans to come in and like donate like uh, non-perishable like food, you know, yeah, cans yeah. for the homeless uh, there in Indianapolis. And I thought, oh, this is like they're, you know, giving back to the community. This is their charity. Oh, and yeah, and I, actually, so cool. I, I didn't actually bring a can that night, but <gasps> but Damn. I know. Well, I mean, it was, yeah, okay. What? So, but I thought, <laughs> you know what? Good for Van Halen. They're trying to, you know, they're more than just, you know, rock and roll. They're actually trying to give, you know, give back to, again, each town. I think it was the whole tour in 95. What's it called? Philanthropist? Yeah, you're giving back. Exactly. Yeah. You're giving back. Again, you realize you have a really good life you know, living, you know, a millionaire for, you know, rock music. And so there are probably people, you know, less fortunate than you who are every city that where you go to, you know, there's probably a homeless shelter, people who are hungry. And so yeah. one of the interviews that I saw with Eddie, he said that that tour in particular was they decided to do that because they realized when they were on stage then like later on in the mm-hmm. evening that that food was actually being delivered to people who are hungry. And so people were actually having dinner like late at night, you know, with the food that the fans brought oh, while wow. Van Halen is performing. So I thought, you know what, good for good, good for Eddie for having some kind of conscience, social conscience and giving back. And But also I, I was going to bring up that Eddie has an interesting kind of backstory because he, you know, obviously was very successful here in America and internationally. But he was actually, he was born in uh, Amsterdam, Netherlands. 
What? Yes. He's not from the great he U.S. Is not, of a. He, he was not born in the U.S. He and Alex were both we born. We love the Netherlands. Yes, the we Netherlands. Love yes, Holland. the Holland. Yep, yep. And, and love to go there. Yep, someday. we're going to visit. Hopefully, shout out to our listeners all yep, the way over there. There you go. But uh, so the story goes: when he was a young guy, seven, eight years old, his dad um, had some relatives who had already moved over here to America, and they. I guess wrote back to him and said, Hey, listen, you really got to come over to America. There's, you know, it's a bigger country, you know, like land wise sure. and, you know, live sure. American dream. You really can provide probably better than, uh, than you are now. And so, uh, again, nothing, but nothing against the Netherlands. We, that, love yes, the Netherlands. Yes, we love the Netherlands. So anyhow, so the story goes, so they got in a boat and they had to get all the documentation, the paperwork and sell, you know, their house or whatever, and get the passports figured out. Oh, and, you sure. know, yeah, yeah. And so again, you know, we've had to do that. <laughs> we've had to do that in the 21st century, you know, that this was like back in the, so he was born in the fifties. This is probably like in the early sixties. It was when they came over to, and then they, you know, nice. they found a home in uh, California. Cali. So, but I was also thinking about passports and it does take now in 21st century, you know, I don't know what it was like in the 1960s, but for him and his family, but now I mean, I had to recently get a passport Sure. and it's, you know, you got to figure out the, the, the paperwork and get the picture and then you got to wait in the mail and they deliver it to you like too much. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's a lot of like dot your I's and cross your T's and, but it gets you access obviously then to travel into other countries and other cultures. And I, I was thinking about like in the Bible, I think it's the, Nice little Jesus fun. I like that. Yes, well, you know. <laughs> or the cool Christians. It's, yeah, the cool Christians. It's the, I think it's the earliest documentation of someone using a quote unquote passport or oh. written documentation to gain access from traveling from like one country or one region to the other. I think you've got it. I think it's in Nehemiah chapter two. Is that right? Yeah. So Nehemiah two, um, starting at verse seven, it said, I also said to him, if it pleases the king, may I have letters to the governor of Euphrates. So that they will provide me safe travel until I travel in Judea. And then I skip down to eight and it says, And because the gracious hand of my God was on me, the king granted my request. And then in verse nine, it says, So I went to the governor of Euphrates and gave them the king's letters. The king had also sent army officers and cavalry with me. So I guess when he's talking about the king's letters, he's talking about like passport and documentation. Yes, to get that, recu- That's really cool. that written documentation because it gets you access. And so when, you know, so soldiers, access. yes, it gets you access. When soldiers come in and say, why are you traveling? Or why are you on this road? Or why do you approach? Yeah. Why do you approach our, you know, palace or our kingdom or what, you know, whatever. Our governor. Or our governor. Yeah. Why are you, why do you, are you going to try to talk to the king or the governor? You can say, listen, I have written, you know, written documentation right here, like the passport is like, hey, this says legally I can travel from one area to another, from one region to the next. And so that's cool that Van Halen had to do that. And so Eddie, again, I'm guessing his, his, you know, family had to do that in, in back in the, when he was younger, 1960s. But also it's interesting because we're recording this in the fall of uh, 2021, you know, sadly, uh, just almost exactly to the day a year ago in the fall of 2020, uh, Eddie passed away. And I know uh, he, you know, he lived, you know, the rock and roll, you know, lifestyle. I know he did some things, you know, to his body that, you know, he, you know, probably caught up to him at the end. And so kind of, kind of sad. Rock and roll made it a little too hard. The rock and roll lifestyle. But again, he was so talented, so gifted. And I, I remember, I remember a year ago, I remember like almost the day exactly when it happened. Yeah. And somebody told me, somebody texted me. Hey, in fact, you know what, you know who it was? It was my buddy, Chad. <laughs> No, true story. No. It was my buddy Chad, although he's not the in Indiana. Guy that you saw yes. Him he's like, with. hey man. Well, again, he's oh a big fan. He's gosh, like, he texts me, he's so like, hey man, sad. I just heard I just heard Eddie Van Halen passed away. 
So sure enough, sure enough, I went media. on, yep, I went yeah. online, like, yep, it, you know, it's actually, he, he, did, he did pass away. I knew he was, I think he was fighting, battling cancer for a while. Oh my gosh, this gets sad. So, well, so later that day, next day or two, I was, I remember I was uh, teaching tennis uh, at my local rec center that I teach tennis classes at. And of one of my, you know, I think the little kids at whatever, you know, six o'clock, seven o'clock at night, then the adults come in at seven or eight o'clock. And I remember one of the adults said, hey, Kirk. And she was a rock and roll, you know, pop culture fan. Yeah. So she's like, hey, Kirk, I know you like Van Halen. You've mentioned that before in passing. Did you know Eddie just passed away? And I said, yes. And I, and, you know, we were kind of picking up balls. We were talking about Eddie and music and rock and roll and, you know, what he did to rock and roll and how great of an artist he was. And and I told her, I said, I was able to, you know, just go see him live that one time. And he was one of my all-time favorite, you know, musicians and guitarists. And I and I looked, I looked up at her and I looked at the group. I got really deep and philosophical and I said, you know, well, no, this is true. This is true. And I said to her, I said to her, oh yeah, during goodness. tennis, I said, you know what? I said, Eddie lived kind of a tough life and things caught up to him. But I said, I really hope at the end, like if he knew that he was about to pass away, I really hope he made peace with his maker, you know, with God. That is very deep. And when I said that, I'm like, wow, that like just like kind of came out of me. <laughs> but I, but Jordan, I mean, you know, I know it's deep and I, and it's serious. And I think, I think everybody, you know, on the planet has to, you know, when they get towards the end of their life here on, on, on planet Earth, whether they know they're, you know, about to pass away or if sure. it's, even if it's sudden and, sure. you know, they got a few minutes to go like, okay, well, this is it then. I, I really do. I Seriously, I really hope everyone makes peace with God somehow mm -hmm. uh, before they before they enter eternity. And I know, as, as you mentioned before, you know, the Christian faith, you know, obviously we believe that Jesus was born, you know, he lived here for 33 years, he was crucified on Good Friday, you know, it's a salvation message, and he arose on Easter Sunday, and we believe that. Sure. You know, do you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Do you believe, you know? Classic John 3.16. John 3.16, for God's of the world. So Everyone knows that. But also, I, there's another verse in, I think it's in Matthew, and it's where uh, God is looking at people who- Judgment are, day. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of judgment day, and it's like, you know, and I think you have the scriptures there, so go ahead and read that in Matthew uh, chapter 25. Yeah, so starting at verse 31, it says, uh, When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit on his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate the people from one another as a shepherd separates the sheep from goats. He will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. And then I skip down to verse 41, and he says, Then he will say to those on his left, For I was hungry, and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger and you did not invite me in. I needed clothes and you did not clothe me. I was sick and in prison and you did not look after me. They will also answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or stranger or needing clothes or sick or in prison and did not help you? He will reply, truly, I tell you, whatever you did not do for one of the least of these, you did not do for me. I think that's the right there. That's that key phrase because... That's such like a kick to the gut. It's well, again, this is yeah. challenging. This is challenging people and especially Christians. It's like, yes, you know, again, did you turn your life over to God? Did you repent of your sins? Did you ask Jesus into but your as heart? As a Christian, you should that's, grow. And that's give. yes. But as a Christian, you're right. It's not just, you, 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 you don't just stop with John three sixteen. Right. You have to continue living your life and mature then as a. And love on others. Yes. And serve on and follow others the Ten Commandments. Them. And I think right there, but that challenges. What nothing. you've done to the least of these or what you didn't do to the least sure. of these. I think if, you, if you've if you been a good Christian, if you've tried to live your life as, as God has asked you to, 
Um, if you do those verses, you'd be like, yep, I did. I, you know, I tried. I really tried to look out for people, as he says, the least of these. So, again, as Van Halen did in 1995, yeah. giving back. He figured it out. Even Hollywood did, figures even it Hollywood out. Even Hollywood figures it out. Charities. They start out charities. They start out foundations. And hopefully, if they're doing it with a pure heart. Because they realize, you know, their time on this planet is going to come to an end. Yeah. And just in case there really is a God and the Bible really <laughs> is true, I better make I better make sure and not that they're buying their way into heaven, but I better make sure that I'm 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 good with God. Like yeah. I've made peace with God. And so again, we believe in the salvation message, but we also believe in this passage in Matthew. You have to be nice. You have to give back to other people. Who, again, what God says to the least of these. And and I know you like the the whole pay, full, pay oh, it forward. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's kind of classic. You know, you're in the drive-thru. I, I don't know what it's like in other countries, but here in the U.S., you know, when you're in the drive-thru, it's called pay it forward. Yeah. So you pay for the person behind you. Um, so I don't know what the person behind me is going through. Maybe they're having a good morning. Maybe they're not. Um, they usually, uh, I'm in Starbucks, uh, you know, in the morning, should I be, uh, I can save my money a little bit, but you know, I don't know what they've had in the morning. Right. You know, hopefully, you know, they've had a good morning. If not, you know, they're there trying to get caffeinated before they head into work and yeah. maybe, you know, me paying it forward, you know, maybe that helps them. They save a sure. couple extra bucks here or, you know, in the afternoon, you know, when we're all there for a little, like pick me up. Cause you know, we're tired. Maybe they didn't have a good morning. Maybe, maybe they didn't have a good afternoon. You know, maybe they can end their night on a good night or their afternoon on a good afternoon, or maybe they're having a great day. And I don't know that maybe they've had one of the best days ever. And maybe this is just like an extra, like cherry on top yes. and actually like DVD feature. Yes. Um, as you mentioned, it is October as we're recording this and yes. we're going to get ready to head into the holiday season. And, and you see Santa Claus everywhere, you know, bringing his little bell at the yeah. grocery store. Yeah. I think at that time, a lot of people are reminded like, Oh yeah, now it is a good time to give back. Yeah. But I think, you know, you should be giving back 365 days. You should give January, February, March, April, May, you know, January through December, not just like the holiday season. You should be giving mm-hmm. year round. And I think people forget that sometimes. That's a good challenge, Jordan. Again, it's it's good to be a Christian. It's good to surrender your life and your heart to God, but it just doesn't stop there. You can't. You have to go that extra You mile. can't be a selfish Christian. Oh, no, absolutely not. And expect God to honor that. You have to look out He's for others. You. No, he That's right. others. That's right. You have to give back. You have to help other people. Because there's eight billion. And he'll people. call you out, as the scripture says. And he'll it says, call you if out. You don't, that's right. If you don't give back, if you don't help other people, that's not cool with God. And if you really want a passport, going back to the passport with Van Halen, get the right documentation. You want to get the right documentation because God is watching us. Obviously, dotting our dotting his eyes, crossing his t's. <laughs> Did Kirk do this? Did Jordan do this? There was a person in need. Did they help them out? Did they stop and help them? And I know that's kind of a theme with some of our podcasts is helping other people in need. Definitely. And yeah. so again, you know. This is a challenge. It's always a good reminder to you and me, but also to our listening audience. Are we doing the best that we can, but also are we giving back to other people who might not have what we have? Does that make sense? Wow. That is incredible. I think this was a great podcast for sure. I don't know about you guys listening there. I feel challenged. (laughs) Dad, you for sure have challenged me. Inspired by Van Halen and um, Jesus, of course. Yes. All right. Well, uh, there you go. Maybe uh, you should donate to to someone. Maybe you should pay for the person behind you, whether you're in mcdonald's wendy's starbucks uh maybe you should watch van halen on jump i don't know there you go. <laughs> all right have a good one god bless you eddie van halen rock and roll